Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. You've signed up for internet and TV through a cable company at a certain price. And then the very first bill you get is for a higher number. Or you thought you locked yourself in, but every few months, you notice the cost has been creeping up. You think, am I going nuts? What's going on here? Well, you're not alone. Broadband companies are known for hiking up costs by sneaking additional fees into the fine print. And they get away with it in part because, depending on where you live, there aren't many options. Last week, the Biden administration asked the FCC to list prices on a nutrition label, like on the back of a soup can, so customers can know what they're paying for. But that might take a while to get going. So what can you do today to lower your Internet costs? Maybe Jeffrey Fowler has some answers. He reports on tech for The Washington Post. Jeffrey, thanks for joining us. You bet. So how exactly do Internet and cable providers sneak those extra fees onto the bill. I want to hear about some of their tricks, as you put it in your article. Yeah, it's pretty maddening. I mean, I write the tech column for The Washington Post, so I get emails from a lot of people. And this topic is the thing I get the most emails about. People are really angry with the experience that I actually just had. I signed up for internet service. I signed up for the $90 package from Comcast, that mm-hmm. included, you know, internet and cable. And then my first bill came out at $127. So I went on this journey to try to figure out, you know, how on earth are they doing this? Um, And it turns out the big picture reason why they can get away with it is because we don't regulate Internet service and cable TV like what they really are, which is an essential service in our lives. We really learned that from the pandemic, right? Right. You can't really work in this economy unless you have Internet access. But the government treats Internet kind of like like a luxury good. And so, um, you know, these companies can um, take advantage of that and just invent uh, out of whole cloth fees for things that are not government taxes is not you know something that that they're forced to add on there. It's truly just their cost of doing business. I found about 30 or 40 dollars worth of fees tacked onto my bill Wow! At the end of the process that were just like things like, oh, we're going to charge you this for carrying the local TV stations. Or we're going to charge you this because you live in an area with professional sports leagues and Comcast has to pay that. Wow. Just kind of allowed to make these up. <laughs> that sounds, first of all, it's hilarious the way you're describing it, but that's very frustrating. Uh, and I can imagine when you first noticed that and uncovered it, that you were thinking, what is going on? And, and the fact that you're hearing so much from others, that, that says something as well. Because when you mentioned that first bill hike, Jeffrey, the thing that always stands out for me, and it's kind of etched in my mind from, I, I don't know where I learned it from a long time ago. I always sort of expect that first bill to be a little bit higher. I, I think at one point it was explained to me that sort of depending on when you start along your billing cycle, your mm-hmm. first bill might be double or up to double. 
but it sounds like you're saying this is not that. This is definitely not that. This is um, basically a, a shell game that uh, these companies are able to get away with. And if you look at the column I wrote about this on the Washington Post, I actually included my bills. And I included screenshots of what the sales process looked like. Yeah. What you see there is kind of like tricks learned from used car salesmen. Basically, they, they market it with one price, and it said big on the screen, $90. And then they ask you to enter your credit card, and it still says $90. And it's only later at the very end and sort of fine print, sort of requiring you to do some math like, as if you were taking the SAT or yeah, something, right. that give you the price they're going to charge. And this is legal, what they're doing. 100% legal. In fact, they don't. there's not really even any laws on the books right now that require them to be transparent about it. However, as you mentioned, um, there is maybe a little bit of silver lining because last week the White House issued an executive order where they said they asked the FCC, which is the agency in charge of these companies, to at least – maybe put a label on what they're selling, a kind of like nutrition facts label like you get on the back of packaged food, yeah. food, but instead for broadband, where they would have to say, okay, here's your short-term price, here's your like price after two years, here's what you're actually paying for in terms of speed. And that, that kind of transparency would be a big step forward. So you think this will actually work? Well, look, <laughs> transparency is kind of like step one. This is how far behind we are. I mean, could you imagine if your electricity was sold this way, where, you know, they were able to just make up any price for it and you didn't really know what you were getting? Mm -hmm. Like, we would totally not, not put up with that. But we have put up with that so far in America with Internet service. But I have a feeling that that won't last too much longer because the whole conversation we're having nationally right now about infrastructure, Internet is right at the core of it. As it should be. This is, you know, this is the 21st century. So I want to know then, Jeffrey, if this problem of, of these jacked up prices is worse in certain areas. Like, are people's bills steeper if they live in a place with fewer providers? That is the trillion dollar The trillion question, dollar question. <laughs> At least $100 billion. I'm, I'm not, haven't told it all up yet, but that is a really, really good question. And, the, and part of the thing is we don't know the answer to that because these Internet companies are not required to disclose to the government what they're charging. So we have no idea what the average price of, uh, of internet is in the U.S. or whether people pay more in certain areas um, than in others. In fact, um, yesterday, Consumer Reports, which is both the magazine and an advocacy organization, launched a website called Broadband Together that I can recommend for listeners here. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, they're asking people to upload a copy of their internet bill. And then Consumer Reports is going to use some fancy software to analyze them to try to get some answers to these questions, to see what is the average bill, what are some of the shenanigans that these internet companies are playing. Right. So, like, are prices higher in, in areas where there's no competition? So the theory is yes. They'll make this information public. That's great. Yeah. And Finally, you, we'll have some information. And you, you made the point early on, Jeffrey, you know, the pandemic, if, if it taught us nothing else— it's that we need internet service. Amen. I mean, like, uh, you know, in fact, uh, even the government agrees with us because there's this program called the Emergency Broadband Benefit. So it's $3.2 billion of our taxpayer money that the government set aside to help people pay for their internet bills. Any American who maybe lost some work, lost some income because of the pandemic can apply for this, and the government will pay uh, $50 per month will take that off of your internet bill, which is great, um, but it has also caused a lot of unhappiness for some people because 
go figure. These internet companies, they're the ones that have to have to apply that to your bill. And some of them are using their same old sales shenanigans to try to charge you more for your package before they'll take the government wow. uh, discount. So once again, we see them just sort of making a grab for as much money as they can. So Jeffrey, reminder again, you talked to some people, you looked at your own bill, you saw a, a hike of about $40 compared to what you had agreed upon when you signed up. What were other folks seeing? Is that sort of the range or does it get any higher than that as far as the discrepancy? I've heard it can get even higher. I've seen all sorts of crazy things. Some people's bills that I've looked at try to like put some of these fees we were talking about, the, the things that aren't related to the government, they even put them in the government section of the bill to try to like pass them off as something that they're not, which which would actually be a violation of the law. That sounds illegal. That yeah. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Basically, we're, we're talking borderline illegal behavior here. I did not see that on my Comcast bill. They at least put it in the right section, but they are random fees. But there's other ones as well. So Comcast, the biggest ISP in America, charges you for using too much data. Um, you know, and who hasn't used a lot of data during the pandemic, working, going to school from home? Right. Uh, they have a fee where they can charge you up to $100 per month more if you go over 1.2 terabytes of use, which is, you know, again, they are totally allowed to do that. Wow. But um, all the other ISPs and technical folks I've spoken with say there's no real reason they have to do that. And, and what's too much? What's too much it. data when you're working from home during a pandemic? Amen. So that's Jeez. one another example. Another part of the shell game is that they usually get you to sign up at one price, and then they say, oh, that's a special discount price. And then there's a bunch of math you have to do. And then two years later, they're like, there's a different price. But figuring out what the eventual price will be is, is a challenge. Mine will go up at least $20 a month, so to $140. $47 at least two years from now. Wow. And if you want to get it back down, the whole idea is you're supposed to call up uh, the company and be like, okay, please give me a discount again. So basically it's like buying a used car every two years just to get internet service. Wow. So, yeah, that is incredible. So you, you agreed to 90 bucks. It's now up to 127. It's going up to 147. You would have to call a couple years down the line and basically beg for a discount to get back to the price that you agreed upon in the first place. Interesting. Um, tell us some more solutions then to this problem, Jeffrey. How can we lower our bills right now? Yeah, so the first thing everybody should try is you may have options. Now, look, I happen to live in a part of California where um, I only have one choice. It's Comcast. And unfortunately, 200 million Americans live in places where they only have one or two choices for fast broadband Internet. But you might still live in a place where you have some choices and not realize it. So I recommend using a website called Broadband Now. You enter in your zip code, and then you can go through there and see what the real choices are around you, and also what kind of speeds they can offer. Because oftentimes you may have choices, but they're super slow, and that's not going to work for a whole family, you know, using the Internet together. Mm -hmm. but it's at least worth, as a first step, knowing what your true options are, if you've got any. And then after you've figured that out, if you, if you, can't, if you can't really leave it, can't really leave your current provider, you could still call them up, like we were talking about, and threaten to drop service. Wow. You know, and this is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> not fun for you. It's not fun for the person whose job it is to take that call on the other end of the line. So I recommend be nice. You know, there's no reason to like yell at that poor person. It's just their job too. It's an unfortunate system that we've allowed to get set up. Um, you know, catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, what I was taught growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know, Jeffrey, at the end of the day, 
does it make more sense to just ditch cable like I did five years ago and just stick to streaming? You know what? That is one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give. Many of those hidden fees, most of them, in fact, are going to come from the TV portion of your bill, even though the cable company or Internet company sort of sold it as a way to save money. It's not. So, you know, if you if you do need to save money, cut the TV portion of your bill and then you know just sign up for the streaming bits that you that you actually need. And so maybe, for example, you could do Disney Plus for a little while then turn it off and then switch to Hulu or something else. That's one way you could do it. Well, that was Washington Post tech columnist Jeffrey Fowler. Thank you, Jeffrey. You bet. And that's today's Reset. Don't worry about the price of this podcast getting jacked up. No hidden fees, and it's always free. Although, if you do want to become a member of WBEZ, that would be great. We would love to have you. Make Reset and the great conversations we have a part of your daily routine. Just hit subscribe and tell a friend. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.